This is a Conspiracy Kyle production. Follow me on Twitter at Conspiracy Force. Let's get started. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Episode 14, Death Sticks. Welcome to another episode of A Conspiracy in the Force. I'm your host, Conspiracy Kyle. And on this episode, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, I have a special guest with me, a very special guest with me. Um, I have Jack Allen from the Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence podcast. Jack, how are you doing today? Oh, wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's a nice sunny evening, you know. Everything in America is just going wonderfully right now, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah. So, yeah. So here we are. So, yeah. I just want to say, you know, um, if you wanted to kind of just tell everybody a little bit about about your podcast and kind of what you what you've been doing and what you have coming up soon. Yeah. Well, so I started my podcast. I think uh, I don't know, like six or seven months ago. But I started this like journey. Um, I, I guess in college, I saw Zeitgeist. I don't know if you ever saw Zeitgeist, but it's a good yeah. documentary. But uh, that kind of woke me up to, you know, that not everything they tell us is real and the truth. And so I've been obsessed with all of this stuff for a while. And I took, you know, but now I've been, so I figured it helps me learn by doing the podcast. So I used to, I always want to be able to debate anyone on any one of these things. And the best way for me was like to write these mini book reports on the books and stuff that I read and, you know, you learn information better. So I hope, you know, I work, try to make these podcasts so uh, other people can learn as well and hopefully wake up more people and kind of have a movement. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, you know, I, I definitely have appreciated all your episodes. You know, it's very easy to kind of, you know, understand and follow along with, cause you know, like I, I was kind of, this year I was been I've been kind of a newbie to uh, to a lot of the stuff you know so yeah. when you kind of get too far down the rabbit hole you know on, on some other topics and I'm like whoa hold on a second but you know I I, <laughs> I, I do feel like your your approach is very helpful um you know very you know very research oriented I know you read you said you read a lot of books and stuff which is very which is very important you know I think with the whole truth truth kind of community out there I know the big thing is you know do some do do research you know read yeah. for yourself and and check out and, and see what you think so. I, yeah, I, I think your I think your podcast has been doing great so far. Oh, thank you, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, so kind of what we want to talk about today is, um, I know you had mentioned it a few times on your podcast, on and off. Um, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of an issue that you know people, you know, this year haven't really been talking about too much because there's a whole lot of you know upheaval and uproar in in the world. But you know, when you talk about people struggling with, um. You know, mental health problems, drug addiction problems, you know, I think with with things going on in the world today, I think, you know, uh, those kind of issues are, are probably exacerbated a lot more for people that have to deal with stuff. So um, I, I know you had mentioned before um, you'd had some some struggles with addiction. So I kind of wanted to bring you on to to talk a little bit about that. Um, 
And you know, since I yeah. since I talk a little bit about Star Wars, I have to do you know a, a little bit of a Star Wars um, <laughs> tie-in. You know, since you know, it's kind of a heavy topic, but you know, there's kind of a yeah. few a few you know somewhat drug tie-ins to Star Wars. So I want to ask you first of all, are you are you into Star Wars? Uh, I mean, I've seen the the originals, and then I think I saw the one with uh, when he's like a little kid. Uh-huh. But after that, I, I I'm a newbie in Star Wars. Uh, knowledge yeah i i you know that and, and i think you know the original trilogy some of like the george lucas stuff i think you know is, is some of the better stuff i haven't really been too happy with some of the stuff disney has done um yeah. since they purchased it you know that you have a big corporate company now trying to just churn right. these churn these movies out like a marvel franchise so yeah. um but like you know so when you when you talk about you know drugs and things like that um a lot of people kind of forget that that Han Solo was was really a drug smuggler, you know. That was that was his thing before he kind of you know became a good guy. And um, you know, looking into some of like the the lore and stuff, he was he was shipping this thing called spice, which 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 is basically the space equivalent of heroin. Which is like so, so it's kind of crazy thinking about it. Everybody thinks he's just this great guy, but like yeah. you know, un- unbeknownst to us, he's been shipping this stuff all around the galaxy. You know, getting people addicted to. You know, powerful drugs. You know, on behalf of you know, basically drug cartels. So he's basically a you know a drug mule. You know, but yeah. ob- obviously we know he kind of re- redeems himself. But um, the uh, the other little tie-in, and this one, this is kind of a funny one. Um, you may not have seen this one, but Episode Two. You know, one of the prequel movies. Um, right. Obi Wan Kenobi was sitting at a bar. He was uh, he was on this mission to find this assassin, I believe, and this guy comes up to him. You know, he's basically like a space drug dealer, okay? And he's like, okay. and he's like, he's like, hey, do you want to buy some death sticks? And o- Obi Wan is like, what death sticks? He's like, no. And then he basically, he basically does like a Jedi mind trick on him and tells him to go home and rethink his life, you know. And huh. <laughs> and, and sure enough, he does, which is kind of wow. It, it's kind of played off as funny, you know, in that universe. But yeah. like, you know, uh, like in our world, we know like you can't really just like wave you wave a magic hand over some you know issues with when you, when it comes to drugs or other issues so yeah. um i, I kind of wanted you to talk a little bit about you know some some of your your addictions and your struggles and kind of how it yeah. how it kind of started out yeah well so, i mean i'm not the best to talk about myself but i was uh, big into you know i grew up a great childhood but it's just those a testament to like how powerful the media and propaganda is i'm 29 and i don't know but you know rap is coming like mainstream into you know in the 90s the 2000s but all they talk about are those topics right like that's how you become a, a cool person and all these things and i loved rap music i'm a middle income or middle class what you know like both my parents all those things like out but because of this it's so like the music and the the propaganda that's pushed on us it's for a reason and that you know like that it affected my life significantly so for 10 years i you know, just kept diving deeper and deeper and, uh, you know, IV heroin abuse, all of that, you know, I was living in uh, Kensington, which is Philadelphia and, uh, just dominated my life. But that's like points out, like even things that are so little that we watch in like the movies and stuff are so powerful. They, you know, especially with like little kids, like every, I mean, you have little kids, you like Disney, you know, all those things they put out, it's just so, and whether you even recognize what they're doing, or it plants in your subconscious, like that's the goal in my mind, you know. Right, right. Um, so, so um, how how long have you been have you been clean for? 
So like three years I've been, yeah. But you know, like in this, I mean, we can go like all into the the drug trade, but you know, like all I think it's um, it's like brought here to take out people in America. You know, right, right. Like if you you know, but like they watch the trucks leaving the country with the money. They get the money like uh, civil asset seizure. That's when. Uh, the cops will raid like a alleged drug dealer's house and they'll take all their assets because they can't prove it with receipts. And this is just a huge source of income for the government. It pays for the militarization of police forces. And if they wanted to stop, I mean, they could significantly stop. Like, they have to stop a few. But, you know, like uh, George Bush and uh, the Clintons, they're involved in drug dealing, you know? Right. Like, it's all, I think it's like a big conspiracy in itself, but the, the drug war. Right. And, and yeah, and, you know, going back to like, you know, speaking of, you know, like the rap music and stuff like that, you know, back in the 80s, yeah. you know, that that was the big thing once they brought, you know, cocaine up here, turned it into, you know, crack cocaine mixed with, you know, the, the gangster rap stuff right. like that. You know, that was that was intentionally pushed in communities. And, you know, you've seen yeah. you've seen kind of long term effect, you know, from that stuff for for many yeah. years now, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely like that's exactly what I don't know if they did it intentionally to hurt the black community. But, you know, I mean, you know, the effect, I mean, that's the, the options in many of those children's eyes. Like the leaders they look up to are drug dealers and, you know, gangsters. Right, right. And even, you know, talking about the whole, you know, George Floyd thing that's happened, you know, he's kind yeah. of he's kind of painted out to be this, you know, I, I wouldn't say heroic person, but, you know, somebody who was, you know, had their rights infringed upon and whatnot. And you, you can argue, yeah, that that happened, but. I'm sure you've probably right. seen, you know, some of the toxicology reports that have come out. Yeah, you know, I just saw those, yeah. You know, like meth and fentanyl and, and other stuff, you know. So, you know, and and I think it was, um, I don't know if you follow follow Candace Owens at all. A little bit, yeah. Um, you know, she she had said something very interesting, you know. At, at, you know, as an African-American woman, you know, she's, she's probably one of the few people that can say this. And I think oh, she's yeah. still got a lot of, you know, flack for it. But she said, sure she's a- she, she said in the black community... Yeah. You know, some people look up to like the lowest common denominator, you know, mm-hmm. in, in their, you know, in the in their race and, you know, like other like like white Hispanic other people, you know, if if some people in, in other races were doing those things, you know, they just be disowned. They said, well, that's a terrible person. Why yeah. would we why would we, you know, want to respect that person? So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it all kind of it all, right. It, right. It all kind of feeds back to the whole to the whole drug thing. So, um. So, so let yeah. me, let me ask you this, what kind of, um, what was kind of the final straw for you that kind of, you know, you got you sober, kind of like made you look and yeah. think like, oh crap, this is not the, the right way to live. It was just, I, I was in, nur- in nursing school. I got kicked out of my last semester and I just got worse from there. And, uh, and then I just kept the same, you know, you, they always say jails, institutions and death. And I just kept getting arrested. And the last one I was, uh, chained to a hospital bed because I had other problems and I just sit in there and I was, and those cops, I mean, they're Philly cops and they actually just kept talking to me like, what are you doing? You know, why are you doing this? You know? And everyone said that before, but at that moment I just said, dude, I'm, I'm better than this. And, and it just pulled me out. You know, it's like you either keep going until you hit that level where it's like, you're just tired of it. Right. Right. So, yeah. So yeah, that dude, that's 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 awesome to hear. You know, I'm I'm it's oh, thanks, bro. That, that's really why I wanted to talk to you because you know you hear so many stories of statistics of you know people that have died and I'll and I'll talk a little bit about my my brother who had passed away yeah. in, in a little bit. But you know, it, I I love hearing you know success stories. You know, like yeah. especially nowadays with the news and everything being so so depressing, right? I mean, regardless yeah. of you know 
political ideologies, like everything is just so, you know, so, so has such a down, down note to it. And, and I, honestly, the yeah. media, you probably agree that I think the media has been like that for, you know, many, many years at this point. Yeah. Um, oh, I think, yeah. I think this year is definitely exacerbated, but like, I, I think, I think it's good to hear, you know, positive stories about people who have, you know, o- over, overcome things and not, and not just, you know, went down a path that, you know, ended in, ended in destruction. Yeah. Well, I, th- I don't know. I mean, what's your, do you think that they purposely put that stuff out to drive us crazy? That's how it like feels to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, I think so. I think so too. I think so too. Um, yeah. There's just, you know, there's just so much more stuff out there. Like, you know, I'm thinking now, like, you know, by the time my, my, my kids grow up, like, well, what's going to be the next thing that's wow. out yeah. there? You know, like it, it Cause honestly back, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm a few years older, so I'm 35 now. Um, okay. but you know, back, back when I was in high school and stuff like, you know, like heroin, like wasn't really a thing, you know, yeah. like, like people would smoke weed, maybe like a little bit of Coke, like stuff like that. Right. But like, you know, the hard, like, you know, heroin and meth and stuff like that's just really become a lot more, a, a lot, a lot heavier, you know, nowadays, you know, especially, you know, I live in Ohio and, and you live in, in PA yeah. and I know both okay. of our States and all the surrounding yeah. States have been getting hit real hard with with this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it is interesting how you were saying that, how the government is, is involved in this and, and, and really could, could come in and and make us and put a stop to it. But, you know, it's, uh, it would hurt their pocketbook and, you know, no different than, you know, the whole vaccine conversation, right. You know, vaccines hurt people, but you know, it's, it's, it's more profitable to keep it going. Well, even like big pharma, I mean, for the, they, Purdue went out of business. They were one of the major producers of Oxycontin, and they even wrote when they they did their trials. And I worked like in that general area of like clinical trials, and they came out and said that Oxycontin was less addictive than you know any other narcotic. And it they knew it was. I mean, you know how why would it be? But and everyone believed, it, and they got doctors got incentives to write like all these things, and they're still you know now like they had to shut down because too many people were affected but that it's just like ever it's money corrupts like every single avenue we have here right <laughs> i mean everything is all money like and uh, or like population control or something like that right right so um let me ask you a little bit about like the recovery process um yeah so I know there's, you know, and I'll, and I'll talk about a little bit about my brother, you know, his, he, he had a recovery for a while and kind of, you know, relapsed again. But, um, I, I know the big thing that you hear is, you know, like you say, like the, the, uh, the money is in the, in the treatment, not the cure. Right. So, yeah. you know, you'll yeah, hear people, you we, you'll hear people weaning off onto, you know, methadone or like Suboxone, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, did you ever do like a, something like that, like a wean down to something lower dose? Or yeah, just, I did that sub route for but it didn't i just ended up selling it yeah you know it didn't work dude yeah but any way that works i applaud anybody you know whatever whatever you got to do to live a normal life do it right if it's safe go for it you know right so yeah it's kind of funny so i i work for a for a healthcare system and we've been um we've been experimenting with a lot of new like behavioral health type treatments for okay um, you know people in addiction or you know even people with you know depression stuff like that and yeah you know, I was looking through this one um, new program we were doing. I, I forget what the name of it was, but you know, for people that had depression, they, they were going to come in and they were and we, they were basically going to get a low dose of like you know like like ketamine, like special K, which is huh, you know like yeah. it's like a tranquilizer, right? Right. And and, I'm, and then they have to be monitored for several hours afterwards. I'm like, you know, what's the point? 
you know, it, is it is it is it helping them or is it just, you know, moving them from from this to something else? You know what they have. Yeah, so. I don't I mean, sorry, I don't know the evidence, but anything that I feel like is chemically synthesized is like not the route. Like, mm. have you ever heard of ayahuasca? Ayahuasca? Yes. Or Ibogaine, how that has like an 89 percent and they do it in Mexico and Canada. But again, here it goes. It's as an 89 percent success rate of curing people with addiction for the first time they take it. It's a hallucinogen that you, it's like a long trip, like three days. Uh-huh. But because it's a naturally curing plant, they can't patent it. And in order to get it uh, FDA approved, they would need to spend the money for those trials. But it, once whoever spent the money for the trials, then any company can make Ibogaine. So they don't do it because they would they wouldn't make any money on it. Right. It's just like disgusting, right? But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That is crazy. I was actually, I actually heard a little bit about that on, um, on, on. I don't know if you've listened to Sam Tripoli's podcast. Uh, well, yeah. Um, you know, like yeah. he, he, there, he had someone on there who, you know, had this this issue that they were dealing with, and like a like a bacteria or some kind of infection or something. And they took the, the ayahuasca, you know, over a long period of time, and like the 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 results were great. So it's uh. Mm-hmm. It's interesting when you talk about these these different different kinds of, you know, I, I, I guess it's kind of quoted as alternative medicine or, or holistic. Um, yeah. I think they try to make a, a term for it to make it sound to sound bad. You know what I mean? Like like with yeah. anything, they try to make Definitely. they try to you know give things a term that makes people that use it or practice it sound like crazy people. You know, like yeah. uh, like you're a flat earther or you're a you're an anti vaxxer Like there's always some connotation with that stuff. Um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The, the other type of treatment I, I had heard of recently, um, you know, again, it's kind of another, it's like a chemical injection type thing, but it, uh, basically people would come in and get a once a month, um, injection that is supposed to suppress their addictive cravings for a month. Huh. So, uh, which one is that? Um, I, I, I forget. It may have been called Spravato or, or something to that. It, ha- it started yeah. with, it started with an S. Um, I mean, I think there's kind of a few variations of it, um, okay. for if it's, you know, alcoholism or, you know, heroin or, or something else, but you know, uh, it, it, it sounds interesting, but like what you're saying is like, you know, it's, it, is it just another addictive substance? I don't know. Right. So I guess that's always like the concern, but I always figured. There's like no one way, or in my opinion, and it's not backed by anything but personal experience. But whatever can make you live a normal life and, um, you know, succeed and be happy, I say like all the power to you. But, you know, right. you're right, though. It can cause like other issues. And I don't know what's the, you know, what the answer is. Right. Um, so, so since you've been clean now, you know, what are, what are some things you do to kind of occupy your time? Yeah, so this is my, I have a fiance, and uh, she's not, read, I mean, she listens to me, but not, you know, not, I don't know how your wife is, but, not, you know, she humors me with it, but right. I do this, I work out, and that's, and we have two cats, and that's pretty much it. Nice, you know? nice, yeah, I, I I know the, um, I know the significant other eye roll, you know, yes. when yes. it comes that's to this. very thing. common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even the family eye roll. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, I've had to, you know, I've had to kind of stop myself a few times from, you know, bringing up stuff like at work, you know, because you can get into some sticky situations there. Like, uh, 
I, I have a few people that that you know report to me, so I'm like, I'm just gonna kind of keep this at a at another level because you know it's some things you don't there, really want to mix. There's some things you can like bring up, like 9/11. I feel like is always an easy one, or JFK mm-hmm. things that aren't going on currently. That and you can like plant the seed, but that's that's like as far and people in my work they all know and they they so. Like they, they say what's going on and it's, but besides, I don't think anyone actually really listens. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, my, my wife is kind of, you know, not, not too much into it, but you know, like there's always some certain things that grab people. Um, yeah. so like, you know, she's big, real big into country music. So the whole, the whole Vegas shooting, you know, a few years ago uh, you know, yeah. that was at the country music festival or whatever, you know, when that happened, she was kind of like, you know, questioning, like, what the heck? This happened two days ago, and like it's not in the news. Like, what's happening here? Mm. You know? See, I I was like that was before when I think that happened like three years ago. Four I think years it, ago. I think it was like twenty sixteen. Yeah, so I was like out of commission then, but I so I don't know too much. Like I hope that's those and like a few other shootings. I don't know, but I know there's so many inconsistencies with that event. Right. Do you know more about it or? Yeah. Um. There's actually I forget the number, but I know on like the uh, on the No Mercy Pod with you know Tommy and Bob and all them, they did a whole yeah. episode on it. You know, several months back, um, uh, okay, about how you know they kind of tied in how you know like George Soros, you know everybody's you know favorite favorite grandpa. Um, yeah, he 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 never had stock in any you know casinos before, uh-huh. okay, and you know yeah. like shortly beforehand. He put down a bunch of money that like some of the stocks were going to fall and like, uh, like, like millions, right. He yeah. shorted them. So he put in millions and millions and millions of dollars and, you know, he, he, he profited, you know, like a bank robber crazy. from that, you know, yeah. so things like that are real crazy. But yeah, there's a lot of other things about, you know, was it CIA? Obviously, you know, everything that happens is probably CIA right. related one way or another. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, that's like one of their classic moves and again, money. Did you know the first time, or one of the first times they did this was when Napoleon was conquering in France, or conquering all over, and he's fighting the UK, and um, the Rothschild brothers, they had banks, you know, in all those European countries, and they used carrier pigeons to communicate with each other, uh-huh. so they would know the news before everybody else. So they, where they had a bank in England, and they told they got word because they were the only people who got crossed like enemy lines freely and they got word that the, the English beat Napoleon that they won but they told everybody that they lost or like they told you know those two people and the news spread like wildfire so everyone's dumping their stocks the market is crashing and they obtained like a, like they got things on penny on the dollar for stocks during because of that event wow and they made out so much money and because they lied and manipulated the stock market and everyone dumped in, got scared while Napoleon was conquering England. And I know that's not off the topic, but <laughs> no, no, that, no, that, that's interesting. You know, even like back then, like the, the misinformation, you know, that's, it, yeah. it, it was happening back then just in a different way. Yeah, exactly. So, um, another, so the, kind of one of the final questions I want to ask you is, you know, if, if there are people out there, you know, struggling with, with addiction, you know, um, especially this year, you know, given everything going on, you know, there's unemployment, there's political stuff, there's social stuff. Like, you know, yeah. what kind of advice would you, would you give them to kind of try to, to try to get through that? I, finding like a purpose is just like every human in this world, you like lose your purpose and then you 
just keeps sinking lower and lower. And whether it's, you know, depression or addiction, it's all like you just need to refine your purpose in this world. And I think that's like a big thing, like what the media does and even like music and everything, like makes you feel like you're small, you know, but all of us, like, I'm not super religious, but I believe, you know, I believe in God and all those things and that we're all like very important people and you just need to find what your what makes you feel like you have a purpose again in life and that's the biggest help you could do for anybody is like show if they're lost try and show them that they matter they are important they're special and to find something that makes them proud of themselves right right yeah yeah i think that's i think that's very important you know having you know some kind of some kind of outlet you know to kind of You know, I, I know you said, you know, you know, working out and, and things like that is good is good for you. You know, um, we I, we had a friend, you know, back in high school, he went through issues and, and now he's, a, you know, all into like extreme sports and stuff. Right. You know, yeah. and, and that's like, you know, I, I guess I guess kind of like an addiction. Right. But it's a positive yeah. one. You know, you're, right. you're you're bettering yourself, you know, mentally and physically and stuff. So. Um, so, yeah, yeah so I don't think there's like one rhyme or you know, or different strokes for different folks. Like, I don't care. It doesn't matter what you do or what you switch, but as long as it makes you happy and, and healthy and, you know, you'll do well. Right, right. So, yeah, I kind of want to talk, you know, um, a few minutes to, you know, I kind of mentioned it to you a little bit, you know, my yeah. uh, my brother had, you know, and not not to end on a down note because it's, you know, no. it's, it's it's something that happened, you know, I've, I've dealt with it and I, I, right. I've moved on. I feel, I feel great. I love my life. I love, you know, everything right. about it. Um, but you know, my brother passed away from heroin abuse, um, a few years ago. Um, and you know, it was hard because, you know, he had, he, he was sober for, for a period of time. Um, so, but yeah, he was, he, he was, he was on, you know, on and off out of my life for probably, yeah. you know, 10 years, you yeah. know, and, um, you know, times when I would see him during that, it was like, you know, when I see him, is he really, is, does he want to hang out or is he just going to hit me up for money? You know? Um, so, so a lot of that stuff happened, but you know, um, before he had his final relapse, he had a few years of sobriety and like, Mm -hmm. he, he really, you know, laid out some stuff to me about, you know, things he went through, which was, which was awesome to hear, um, kind of like horrifying at the same time, but like glad he was able to deal with some of those issues and, you know, in some way, um, you know, he told me one time he said that, um, he was, you know, doing heroin with a friend and, Mm -hmm. He, he could see his friends start to kind of like OD or not offer something, yeah, right. you know, and, and the person didn't die or anything, but, um, you know, he started looking off and he was kind of, you know, shaking and kind of, you know, nodding off and things like that. And, right. and, and my brother was like, he's like, he's like, he's like, you know what kind of sobered me up? He was like, the first thing I thought when I saw that, he's like, it wasn't about trying to get him help. It was like, you know, how much money does he have in his pocket? Yeah, you know, yeah. so and like that gave me chills, you know, hearing that. But yeah. I mean, that's that's probably true for a lot of people. Oh, dude, that's absolutely true for people. That's exactly it. So and and yeah, and I mean, I mean, he did. You know, he ended up having a relapse and and, and passed away, which is you know, it, Sorry. It, it, it's you know, it's it sucks, but you know, it, it is what it is. And you know, I have a lot of great memories with him or uh, and, and of him. That's tough. You know, so um, I kind of always try to think about those, and you know, it's. But you know, but but you probably know more than me. It's kind of like a, it's a struggle. You know, it's uh, it's really a grind. I mean, we've in this this here. I mean, everyone like you know, it's just a matter of time. But what I always like, I mean, not I, I'm sure you're like you've accepted, but it's 
again, goes back to like religion, like energy cannot be created or destroyed. And this is just like our test of this zone and people, you know, good people, normal people go to a place that's much better and where right. they're not suffering. You know, this is like, in my eyes, this is not heaven here, whether we're in a right. simulation or whatever we're in, this is like the fight, you know? Right. And, and yeah, what you mentioned about, you know, like, like energy, like transferring, like, you know, it, it's kind of interesting. So he's, he's passed away, but like now I have, now I have a son, you know, so, um, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of, you know, can redirect, you know, some, some thoughts toward him, you know, tell him all the great stuff about his uncle and whatnot, you know? So yeah. it's like, it's like you kind of, you know, negative one and a positive one, you know? So yeah. you, you're not, you're, it's so I, I kind of, I kind of try to think of it from, from that perspective, although he's, you know, a crazy three-year-old that sometimes I'm like, Ugh, what are you, what are you doing? My apologies, I had some technical difficulties there at the end, so I wasn't able to complete the episode with Jack. But I wanted to thank him for stopping by. And if you want to um, reach out to him on Twitter, his handle is at Conspiracy or J-A-C. That stands for Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence, which is the podcast he does. And you can find that on all major podcasting platforms. Thank you.